Here we are. Here we are. Here we is. Here are we. This is the bonus episode for book two, two episode two. two. Yes. This is the Cave, the Cave of, of Two, two lovers. lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for being part of our Patreon. Obviously, you're choosing to pay for this, and we thank you very, very much for it. We appreciate you. It is. It is. This this podcast is made available because of listeners like you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Do you get what I was doing there? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. It was like a PBS yeah. thing. Yeah, like that's NPR, exactly what I was trying like an to NPR do. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but again, yes, thank you very much for contributing to us. It means a lot to us that we are able to have listeners that enjoy our content so much and want to support us. Um, excuse me. In case you can't tell, Aaron does not edit these bonus episodes. So, like, I drink a lot of carbonation, so I burp a lot. Jeez. And you are really going to hear how much that gets edited out in these bonus episodes. So, sorry about that, but here we are. Mic. I do go away from the mic, Sam. I don't just burp right into it. I know, but, like, jeez, you burp so much. I know, it's because I drink so much carbonation when we're recording. Maybe you should not. Maybe, maybe I want... switch to the water. Maybe I want alcohol. And you guys get to hear what my water bottle sounds like when I open it. Wow, yeah. this behind the scenes really? content. You is are just getting so bonus episodes and behind the scenes. Like this is just raw footage. Look, th- or not look. Listen, this is what <laughs> it sounds like when I slap my ring against it. Ooh, oh my god! ASMR. We have rings that were engaged. You got ASMR. Speaking of being engaged, Sam, we're gonna talk about love. Okay. Yeah, that was a segue. I'm sorry. There's nobody it, in the episode that gets engaged. But. You know what? But we're engaged because we're in love. Yeah. Are we or are we just engaged for financial reasons? Uh, marriage oh. is first and foremost a... um. What What am I looking for? I don't know. I would only get married in order to steal someone's money, but you're not rich, so I can't do that for you. No, I'm not rich at all. <laughs> I don't make a lot of money. Uh, I, at least I get paid a living wage. Some people don't. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's dive into what we want to talk about, which is basically we just want to talk about love, the love the portion love of the theme. episode, a little bit more, focus on it, our thoughts on it. Um, do we believe this was the right move? Do we believe love actually exists? <laughs> yeah, we'll <laughs> touch on that too. Um, I guess what I want to know first is like your opinion on how love is handled in this episode. Do you think it's interesting? Do you think they are bringing it up in a like good way or do you think they could have done it differently? I mean, I think that, you know... Aang and Katara are introduced in the very first episode, and it's kind of like hinted at that they're going to be love interests. And yeah, they Aang get the rosy has constantly liked Katara since season one. We've seen a few episodes about it. I think we said in our main episode that this was similar to The Fortune Teller, which was another episode about how Aang is trying to impress Katara. Um, and so I think it was really cute to have the banter between them and to try to set something more up and especially to have Katara suggest that the two of them kiss. Yeah. Burped again. That's number two for this episode. Um, Yeah, I think it sets sets up an interesting contrast and especially how like Aang messes up by just saying something stupid. I Mm -hmm. mean, like that's so typical. Like kids go through that all the time, you know, where they say something without thinking and like they don't realize the consequences behind what they're saying and yada, yada, yada. 
Um, and adults I do that a lot. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think that um, it necessarily gave much to Aang and Katara's quote unquote love story, um, but it still added like a little bit, like more depth rather than just Aang having a crush on Katara and also adding the factor that, you know, they are trying to live. Like, they're trying to escape and make it out alive. Yep. Um, I think that's another interesting added bonus rather than just like, mm, cute kids have crush on each other. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, I think it was interesting, an interesting way to do it. I mentioned in the episode that it is like a trope where two people that have like, you know, a crush or whatever are like, you know, as a viewer, they have romantic feelings or whatever, and they get caught in a situation where they are forced to interact. Yeah. The example I'd point to is remember in or- over the garden wall when Wirt and Beatrice are caught in the cabinet in the like rich dude's mansion or whatever? No. Well, that is an example. Okay. Um, they get caught in there, and obviously there's like a thing going on between them. Um, and they're forced to like talk about their feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. So this is very much one of those situations. But I think them getting trapped in the cave, and you know the caves are changing and stuff like that. And you the know tunnels, they're a change. Uh, if I had a Bob Dylan impression, I would do it, but I don't have. A no, Bob I was Dylan doing impression. the Chong impression. Uh, yeah, I know, but it's based off of a Bob Dylan. Yeah, I know, thing. Sam. I wrote if the episode. If you listened to the episode, you would know that, which you probably did if I you're did. a Patreon. Yes, patron. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about me. And I was like, yes, I do listen to our episodes, no, Sam. I approve no, them. I'm not. Why would I be talking to you? I don't know because we're looking right at each other. <laughs> I was looking at you there, though. Oh, my God. Me. Whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's handled like well enough. But when you just think about it, it did, I mean, it's like my verdict. It's like it doesn't really advance a whole lot. It feels fillery. Like it expands on what's already there. Obviously, like you get a cute moment between them when they have like Katara gets like mad at him because he's just like, yeah, I'd rather kiss you than dying. It's a compliment. See, Sam, like the other filler episode that we've covered is The Great Divide, right? Yeah. And that episode feels fillery to mm-hmm. me because it's something that's just inconsequential. No one cares about what happens. And then it's also not very good. It's kind of just like you sit through it. I think I gave it a four, right? We're like, this doesn't feel fillery to me because even though, yes, technically nothing inconsequential happens, like it's enjoyable. You know, yeah, it I'm is willing. More enjoyable. I'm willing to forgive a quote-unquote filler episode, and not to be too spoilery, but there's one other. There is exactly two filler episodes in the in Avatar: The Last Airbender, and the second one is in season three, and it's actually like one of my favorite episodes. Um, anyway, moral of the story is I'm willing to forgive a quote-unquote filler E episode if it's a good one. And this one was very, very funny. I was, it was hysterical. I was laughing at Chong and Sokka, especially Sokka. God, there's a reason why Sokka was my favorite character. Yeah, he was exactly. so funny this episode. both of our favorite characters. But like, I want to comment, it's just like, yeah, the the... I agree. It was very funny, but I didn't give it as high of a score as you because of the like fillery nature of it. Just like the meat and potatoes of the episode isn't that great, but it is presented in a very enjoyable way. So I am I was willing to forgive it too, because if I looked at it objectively, it's just like there's not that much Damn. interesting going on. I mean, like I told you, I was going to give this episode a 10. I know, that's way too high. I'm sorry, I disagree. You gave the water bending scroll a 10. 
Because it perfectly sums up their characters. Yeah, and so does this episode. Mm, and that was just funnies. Oh my god, you funnies. are the worst. You it's just are funnies, dude. the worst. It's just goofs. No, it's but goofs are not a bad thing. I no, believe I not. said that in episode five. Like being funny is not necessarily a bad thing. And, and, and like, I don't there say is it's so much thing. quality to this episode. I don't say it's a bad thing. But I'm saying that I didn't feel like there was enough there to put it above an eight. Like, it's a great episode. It's the funniest Avatar episode. You know what? Um, In the season two reflection, I'm going to look back on this and be like, I wanted to give this a 10 and I'm going to do it. Why don't you just fucking do it right now then? Because just I change have, it right now. I have now. to wait to see how the rest of the season plays out. Maybe my maybe my opinion on this episode will change and I'll bump it up. But as of right now, I'm standing by my score. All right. Okay. Um. Let's keep let's keep talking about. Yeah. This. We were. Uh, sorry, I'm yawning. Anyway, we wanted to talk more about the love theme, and I think that like um they could have expanded a little bit more about this on like the love between. I guess like. I don't want to say all of them. That sounds like polygamous. Um, but like the love, like they kind of share like as like a family, like unit, like Platonic group with love. you. Yeah. Um, especially like with Sokka or even like, you know, sibling love between Katara and Sokka. Yeah. I think they could have focused on that a little bit more. Um, the story about the two lovers and the folklore with like the cave, it really didn't feel like a love story to me. It kind of just felt like a folklore story, you know? I mean, Romeo and Juliet, when you think of Romeo and Juliet, you think of, like, a tragic romance, you know what I mean? But, yes. like, that's not what I got out of, like, this brief story. And I get that it was just, like, two minutes, but, you know, still, I felt like it was more of, like, the story of how Omashu was made, not the story between the two lovers. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was really, it was just a lore story. It was yes. just, like, we're gonna explain how Omashu came, up, came about now. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, like the the, love. the animation was so cool in that scene. Yeah, like the art it, was very good. It was amazing art. It yes. was like kind of it felt like a traditional like, um, it's not it that wasn't like Japanese like painting, but it just looks like a traditional painting, I guess. Like mm. I, I don't know the term for it. Yeah, I don't know either. Um. I know, I know it what traditional. Nice. Yeah, it I, looks nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you could I mean, just say that. No, but like, I know what traditional Japanese paintings look like, and they yeah. are more focused on like lines and like delicacy. Where like that one was more about like the general feel of it. Um, but I don't know if that's what traditional Chinese paintings look like. So, moral of the story is, it looks like a very nice painting that resembles like East Asian culture. Um, and I very much enjoyed it, and that was a very cool art style. But did it necessarily encapsulate the whole encapsulate? Is that a word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did that necessarily encapsulate like the whole love theme? Mm, I don't really think so. See, I did think that the I did think that the nomads were a very fun like addition because I think that their whole focus was like being carefree and especially like loving people for who they are. I yeah. thought it was really cute when Chong hugs Sokka at the end and Sokka like blushes because mm-hmm. like it hints like even though he was annoyed of them, he still like cared kind of them. yeah, he still cared about them. Which I thought exactly. that was really cool. I think that was another interesting take on the love theme that was well displayed throughout the episode. Yeah, I, I liked that too. The the Nomads added a lot to the episode. Um, yeah, they, it was very well done. Like I said, it's like the funniest episode of Avatar we've seen. Like, it's constantly funny. I agree. I 
Agree. I I love this episode. It's it's hysterical. I it's I cannot really get I cannot get enough of this episode. So good. I think you said, um, and I'm not sure if this was in our final cut of the episode or not. I think you said that this would be a perfect episode to start watching yeah, Avatar on. Yeah. Yeah, because like you learn enough about Zuko and you learn like all the things about the characters and yada yada yada. Um, I wish that there was an episode in season one where I could tell people like start watching on this episode. The water bending scroll. No, I don't think that's a good one to start on. But I, I don't. Think it is. I don't think there's any. There's really a good episode to start on in season one. Um, personally, because like the story starts picking up on. The, the seventh episode, which is when Aang meets Roku and start... Well, the seventh episode is when Aang learns he, he has to talk to Roku and then like they learn about the comet and yada, yada, yada. But all of the episodes before that are kind of inconsequential except for the pilot, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and none of them are really like good enough to like pick up on. And then if you start after that, then you're missing a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do so, know what you mean. Yeah, it's, yeah, I wish that this episode had a similar one in season one. Yeah, but unfortunately, there is not. So just what if you want to introduce a friend to Avatar, show them this episode if they like it. Show them this episode, and if they like it, be like, okay, now go back to the beginning. Yep, go back to the beginning. Yep, because this one doesn't really spoil anything either. Yep. I mean, like when I was a kid, I started watching Avatar in season two, and I still understood it. And then I went back and rewatched season one, and it kind of just enhanced it. So, if you're someone who, if you have someone or know someone who's like really, really reluctant, you can just start on this episode and watch the rest. Um, And then they'll probably want to go back and watch season one. But yeah, watch the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. You gotta. I fully agree. I. How can me as a person? So, (laughs) to put it in perspective, if I find a new podcast. I gotta listen from the video. Me too. I can't I just pick to. one up. I am listening to Pod Save America right now. And when I started, um, when I started working from home in March, like I got more and more behind on it. So then I tried like catching up. And now I'm like, okay, like the last episode I listened to in like is like May. Obviously, that news has passed and changed from now. So I'm just gonna pick up in July. And it feels really, really weird, like just picking up and like ignoring all those previous episodes. Yeah. I mean, it, it depends on the podcast, I guess, but like for most podcasts, especially if they're narrative, like or have any sort of narrative to them. Oh like, yeah, if they're I narrative, go you have to start from the I, I I gotta I gotta go back. But even like non-narrative, like the comedy podcast I like listening to, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. I went back and started watching the first or, or listening to the first one. It's really bad. Yeah. Um so then I, I mean like the first ahead. episodes are always um, bad, right? Yeah, but it was real bad. I'm calling our I'm calling us out right now. Yes. Our first episode. Oh my is gosh, really guys. Bad. If you go back and listen to our first if you've been here since the beginning and you go back and listen to our first episode, y'all it's bad. It's bad. It's very bad. It's really, really bad. Yeah, we should probably like, redo that Aaron at Aaron agrees too. Yeah. They're just like Oh my god! I mean, we also see the highest drop off in numbers after our first episode. Like that's how bad it is. Well, that's anyway, normal. We're not. Drop-off. Yeah, we're not talking about how bad our first episode is right now. But well, now we are. <laughs> okay, whatever. Well, that's that's we not the probably point wrap of this. up though. Okay, so love theme. Okay, not the greatest. Yeah, yeah, but like I wasn't. Synopsis. I wasn't mad at it. Okay, well, thank you so much for being a patron again, and we hope you guys are enjoying uh, these bonus episodes. Please let us know if there's anything we can do better, or if you like them, let us know too. Yeah, I hope you're enjoying the -the behind-the-scenes content as well. Um, We're trying to put that out, like, um, we're trying, yeah, whatever. We're We're trying to put that out as consistently as we're putting out bonus episodes. So thank you for being a patron. Yeah. Patron. Patron. Patron, whatever. Patron. Whatever. Let's end the episode now. Let's end it now. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.